All right, who we got at the table tonight? Yo, 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 yo. Uh, welcome, everybody. Uh, this is the King's Table. Uh, this is Events, um, also known as Why the G on social media. Um, local entrepreneur and uh, one of the co-founders of the King's Table. Let's keep it moving. Peace, peace, peace and love. Dwayne Turner, uh, better known as Sav in some circles. The Key Turner, uh, entrepreneur, uh, realtor, artist, photographer, model, a lot, whole lot of different <laughs> things, man. Just, Renaissance, know, man. Renaissance, man. Thank you, Brother Kimbo. Uh, <laughs> but nah, um, you know, father, you know, son, husband, you know, just a, a man out here just striving. That's all, man. Everything. What's going on, superstars? This is Jason Van Gardner, the people engineer, the couple connector. That. Just make it live. Oh, you sound too smooth. Good yeah. to be the couple here. connector. Donald like Simpson Derek up Jackson, in this Jackson, I like boy. him. Just try, try to <laughs> throw, a little, <laughs> throw a little hook out there. This is Jason Bear Gardner. You are now <laughs> listening my, to You know it's past the, my bedtime. That's, right. that's that sleep voice. That's that 11 p.m. Barry. It's a couple of octaves high around 5 o'clock. It's like, this is Jason, but this time it's Jason Bear Gardner. Love of people, um, speaker, author, share of my heart. So I'm excited about what we're putting together tonight. Looking forward to it. Awesome, awesome. I don't know how to follow that, but hey, guys, I'm Darling Nikki. I am a serial podcaster, occasional blogger, aspiring YouTuber, and a full-time hustler. I'm excited to be here. I'm the only woman here, so I'm going to try to represent for the the ladies. Represent. Excited to see what we're going to get into. And y'all know me, Ken Harris, at Ken Solden on IG, local real estate agent. Um, just everything, man. Trying to change the world one transaction at a time, right? Bang, boom. So let's so. jump into this topic. What, what are we talking about tonight? First off, we got to introduce the beverage of the night, brother. What are we drinking tonight? Uh, we got some uh, some classic whiskey sours with a little twist on it. Nice, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, what's the whiskey that we the whiskey that we're using is a bullet bourbon, which is my is is don't judge me, y'all. Okay. Listeners, please don't <laughs> judge me. So if y'all want to go there fast, a couple shots of bullet bourbon All right. will shoot you there fast. Okay. <laughs> okay. I have a birthday but weekend respect. next, but next we week, so I'm gonna tell my boyfriend to get there. Some you go, of this. there you go. But we ain't taking shots tonight though. We we doing it classy with the cocktail. Gotta watch okay. you. <laughs> I like no, that. I keep my if you wanna get there fast. Okay. Yeah, if you wanna get there fast. But bullet bourbon is the um the bourbon of choice for the night. Okay. Um, again, it's one of my favorite bourbons because it uh, has a, uh, it's a it's a little bite on the taste, a little after bite on the taste. Um, I usually drink it straight. Uh, is that tonight, how you grew your beer like that? It, it actually is. G. You got to pour it on on the on the beer though. <laughs> the follicles, let it, let it sink into the follicles, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the drink for the night is almost um, whiskey sours. All right. All right, cool. Well, let's get into this topic. Before we jump in, let's have a toast. Absolutely. Yes, toast, indeed. Toast. I've been waiting to taste this Good. drink. Uh, long Did I get you? Long <laughs> rain, long rain. Ah, there we go. I think I got everyone. Toast to the king's table. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's a nice topic. Very, <sighs> That's a really yeah, good. Very like that. popular Not trending Not even a bourbon topic. drinker, but it's good. Hashtag. Black men, don't cheat. Black men don't cheat. Oh, God, I'm 
already rolling my eyes. Already, already rolling your eyes. <laughs> I'm ready. Even though this is oh, it's the bourbon, not visual. <laughs> you can hear eyes rolling in the building. <laughs> so let's check the te- the temperature in the room. Black men don't cheat. What's the deal? How we feel about that? It's a big time topic. Sure. I'm gonna say since y'all wanna hesitate, I'm gonna say. <laughs> I was, as, I was as part of bourbon. As part of the Faithful Black Men Association, mm-hmm. circa 2019, I'm gonna say <laughs> black men don't cheat. You know what I mean? I, sure. I think I think we get a bad rap. I don't I don't know if it's so much that um, you know, it doesn't happen. I just think it's not as prevalent as people think it is or people say it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel the heat coming from you, Nikki. What you got? <laughs> I'm listening. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a listening ear right now. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I have a lot of male friends, and I see how they move in relationships, and so I, I feel like I'm biased, and I do think a lot of black men cheat, um, but I'm not generalizing. I don't think that I've ever been in a relationship where I was cheated on. So, I know that there are faithful black men out there, but you know, I know that there aren't. Oh, <laughs> you're not all. So you don't like it as a hashtag. A I hate hashtag. it. And I mean, Ken just said circa 2019. So I'm like, does that mean y'all just stopped cheating this year or you just formed this like alliance this year? I'm just, you know, trying to get clarity. <laughs> <laughs> Open mouth. <laughs> insert foot. <laughs> but no, no, I, I think, you know, I think it's a whole movement. Mm-hmm. You know, you Charlemagne and uh, what's the what's the little dude's name? Duval. Duval. You know, it was actually, it was actually Carlos from. It was actually Carlos from the '85 South show. Oh, uh, smart, word, smart. Word. okay. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a movement, right? I think it's saying like, it's not necessarily making this assertion that black men don't cheat because, you know, people from all races do. However, I think what it's saying is like, black men that are about their business, about their relationships, you know, really care for what they they're a part of. They don't cheat, and, and it's maybe time to recognize and like give those people that affirmation because they're not a part of whatever the negative connotation. Stigma. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So I'm, I'm glad you said the traditional, mm-hmm. right? So could it be, right? Could it be <laughs> that being involved with multiple partners or people is our natural state? And being monogamous is something that's unnatural and completely foreign to us. That's why we tend to dip and dabble. Those that are, those that do it, right? But not everybody is men out, cut out to be in a monogamous relationship or to be in a non-monogamous relationship. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be polygamous, but to have a desire for multiple partners or people. Can that be? I think the the conversation or the dialogue starts with what is cheating. What are we defining as cheating? Oh, that is when a very good question. The, yeah, yeah, start looking at the context because <laughs> yeah, yeah. um before my I just dived on into it. <laughs> <laughs> but before my three sixty bandit days around my finger, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I was always in the absence of a commitment stated relationship. So therefore, if cheating is something that you have to initially be involved in a commitment first. But if you never entered and and established that commitment, then what is cheating? Mm -hmm. So the hashtag black men don't cheat. We have to first uh, dive into this context of what is cheating. Right. So how how will we, let's go around the table, how will we define what cheating is? 
in the first place? I think it's an understanding of, of uh, communication um, and, and establishing that you are my battery to this phone and this phone is a, I try to make it sound cool up. Yeah, but say, <laughs> you go anywhere and your battery go dead. You look, who got a charger? Well, back in the day, you could take out the battery and the battery them saying needed the phone and the phone needed the battery. So it was one needed the other, but whatever. But um, I, I think, I'm saying like to 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 set the foreground, to set the foreground to say, hey, these are my expectations, right? If if I don't know your expectations, coming from two different backgrounds, you won't know what to expect. I won't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. But my lifestyle, my experience, my DNA, I'm saying my experiences, is the the substratum of who I am today. So for me to to be attached or to build to connect to somebody else. If all of that's not communicated and put on the table, neither one of us will know what to expect. Be before we go on with everybody's definition, I just want to shout out events for that $10 word. I heard it. I heard it. I was going to be like, Prince used a school word. I don't know if you guys saw that episode of Fresh Prince. <laughs> but yeah, I heard it. I was like, okay. Yeah, multiple I read syllables. That, I read that on my way here. <laughs> shout out this brother for the word of the day. <laughs> D, what you got? You've been kind of silent over there. I'm trying well, to hear you. I'm, I'm soaking in the vibe, man. Um, He's drunk. <laughs> he got and, there and, fast. And, and other vices. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, nah, um, what constitutes as cheating? Word. Um, okay, so I think kind of to piggyback a little bit off what Evans is saying, you know, whenever you go into it with an uh, understanding and of what the expectation of each other and yourself is. And mm -hmm. if you go into it and you violate in a in a manner that, you know, brings in another person, you know what I'm saying, be it physically or, you know, emotionally, right. you know what I'm saying, spiritually, you know what I'm saying? You know, that's that's a fine line to walk, you know what I'm saying? And it's, you know, it really I think it depends on what your partner, you know, deems as a violation, you know what I'm saying, or a, a, a break in their distrust, trust or loyalty, you know right. what I'm saying, but um, but ultimately, definitely, if it's a physical thing, you know what I'm saying, that's the probably the most, uh, you know, obvious, you know, look at cheating, you know what I'm saying, so, um, but really, I think it's, you know, whenever you give of yourself in the manner that you're not giving to your partner, or, you know what I'm saying, that, um, So, you know, uh, things along those natures. But what you got, brother? What you think? Well, I'll go ahead and put it out here, put it out there this way. Being married for seven years in a relationship with the same person for 10 years, uh -huh. that's the absolute light of my life, my absolute queen, my absolute completer. Um, I'm going to say this for the record. I don't think relationships, monogamous relationships or marriages are natural. And the way we trace that is looking at nature. We look at nature. Looking at any type of animal, all right? There's not an animal on the planet that goes through a ceremony that makes them committed 100% to another. The reason why if we look at animals, animals are the greatest tr uh, trace or original intent of the great creator. However you define creation or creator, we can look at that as the DNA or the roadmap for 
original intent. So because we don't see any ceremonies, we don't see any two packs that just completely stay together forever, right? There's not an initial commitment. We really can't define what cheating is in that context because we don't really have a roadmap to guide it. With that, if it's not natural, that means it takes a lot of work to become committed. Mm -hmm. So then in the context of defining what is cheating, then as you stated earlier, you said that they have to have that communication to say, look, these are my trigger points. These are my limitations. So boundaries have to be established. Right. Because for one person, it might be, hey, if you look at somebody, I felt violated. Mm -hmm. Depending on their mythos or their background and what they came from, their experience. For another person, it might be, well, if you bring somebody home and I'm not with you, then you cheat. Mm -hmm. So in the context of it, it has to have that definition of, ex of expectations, those boundaries. They have to be very clearly uh, communicated. And then what if you cross a, that boundary and you don't even know? We didn't cover that part, but this is how it made me feel. That's about the expectations that piece, That expectation right? piece of it, which means it's ongoing. But if we use as a foundation principle that it's not natural, then it means now I care more about how you feel than what I think of that concept because now it's reactive. Mm -hmm. So now I'm into the, a deeper conversation of, well, I need to know what you feel about this. Now, the first time I do it, of course, it may cause a reaction, but how do we respond to that in love and saying, look, that made me feel this way, but is there an open door for feedback to continue to grow? So now we go deeper into these different levels of love, which are way beyond just relationships, right. way beyond marriage. Because in these contexts, these are just words. Mm -hmm. And words mean different to everybody, different words, ladder of abstract. I might say apple, you think of a computer, you might think of a fruit. So when we say cheating, what is that foundation expectation so that we can start to create and guide those boundaries? That's a whole word right there. I right? know, you guys have said so much that I I'm feel like I need to unpack. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Nikki, Nikki, what's, what's your definition okay. of cheating? Well, I have a lot to say, which is not surprising. So first, <laughs> I want to speak to the point that you guys are making about um, monogamy being natural. I, too, question whether or not it's, it's a natural instinct for us. And I actually posed the question on Instagram earlier today whether people would be um, – willing to have like an open relationship because sometimes it's just not natural to physically, you know, be with one person for the rest of your life. I don't know if it's sustainable or if it's even realistic. Um, so I just wanted to kind of spark dialogue with people. But I think the definition of cheating, it's not monolithic. I think for everyone, it's different. For some people, if you engage in that physical act, then that's, you know, that's the deal breaker for them. For some people, emotional cheating is bigger than actually having sex with someone because it's just like you've given this part of yourself to someone that was supposed to be, you know, mine and mine alone because we've made this commitment to one another. Um, but I say that and I still wonder if it is, it's a learned behavior, it being natural. And what I mean by that is like, you know, the Neanderthals, I, I guess before we assumed that they like walked on hands and then they evolved and learned to walk upright. And so it's not natural in a, a sense to control those urges, but I think it's a learned behavior because of the love that you share for that person. And so you're mm -hmm. then placing those feelings that you have for that person above those desires and those urges that you feel. Mm -hmm. um, and so then I, I just think it's 
that's a very large conversation that you do have to have about expectations. And, you know, if you're going to commit to this, this is what I, you know, this is what I want from you. So I don't know if I think that it's it's natural, but I do think it's doable. And I feel like the conversation is only it's it's mostly had in terms of whether or not it's natural for men to control their urges. Like women are never really questioned, you know, whether we're able to control our urges. It's just the expectation that, you know, we're non-sexual people and, you know, we don't desire to sleep with other people. Like I love steak, but I don't want steak every day. So, you know, I, I think that, you know, a lot. And I mean, but I think it's a conversation we don't have. I think it's just, we've been conditioned to, to commit to the man, you know, and put their needs first. And so it's just like, you know, a man's going to be a man and we have to accept that they cheat. But, you know, we have these urges, you know, do you know how many people slide in my DMs? And I'm like, no, I have a whole boyfriend. Right. But it's just like we are making that what conscious that decision. What? You got a boyfriend, right? And exactly. And that's the reaction. Like it means nothing. Like you're not, married. To do with me. you're not married, you're single. Exactly. But it's all of these things that we have to combat daily. And that's just the expectation that's thrust upon us as women. Like, you know, you're... You're the homemaker. You're mm. the the one that's supposed to stay there and just deal with whatever. Right. You know? Which so. is interesting because when we look at even our age group, there's a the the next generation behind us and behind us, they're not even looking at these same type of expectations. That's true. So the hashtag black men don't cheat, I I think it brings us to an opportunity to have new dialogue. Yeah. Right. And I think I don't like the the term black men don't cheat, but I think it they intended it to be a call to action. I think grammatically, if they put black men, comma, don't cheat, then it would have been like, <laughs> you know, something to encourage the guys not to cheat. And then it could have been more of a movement instead of a blanket statement that, yeah. you know, you guys don't they cheat. They tried that. Me. They wouldn't allow them to put that character. They could have been black men. <laughs> Hashtag Underscore. black men hash. Right, exactly. You, you're helping them out now. You, know? <laughs> you over there just you making up excuses. They didn't try it. So I was reading, a, I was reading an article today as, as I was thinking about this topic over in uh, Psychology Today. And they had a bunch of reasons. I'm going to read off this list as to why men cheat. So number one was immaturity. Number two was co-occurring issues like Drugs, alcohol, things that cause you to lose your impulse control, insecurity. So they had two it's over. So it's over part one, like the man wants to end the relationship but doesn't know how to tell the spouse. Uh, it's over part two, which is like the man wants to end the relationship and wants to also have something else already lined up. Mm. Um, lack of male social support. Limerence versus commitment. But that, that one kind of jumped out to me because I, I think we kind of touched on that where limerence is more like when you begin a relationship and it's kind of a physical thing. It's all like kind of new and fun and it's more of an infatuation. Mm -hmm. Hot and heavy. Right. <laughs> Where's commitment? Can, can, can you hit that one more time? Y'all can use these quiet storm voices over here. It, I told you it's past my bedtime. Right. That voice just started to go down uh, the later it gets. And commitment is more like something that you work for. Mm -hmm. You got some time spent, you know. And then selfishness, ego, mm -hmm. you know, terminal uniqueness, which is like you need something new all the time. Mm -hmm. um, unfettered impulse, you just can't control it. Unrealistic expectations and, and 
revenge and anger, which I thought stuck out. As Interesting. Like, yeah. And this was why men cheat? This mm-hmm. is why men cheat. Because they like probably the could have put that in Cosmo also, because that's the reason why women cheat also. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I think a deeper sure. question, <laughs> right? I mean, I could, they basically well, we covered the basics. Yeah. Yeah. No, sure I, I would agree with that. I think that those are a lot of the reasons that mm-hmm. women cheat. And as I was listening to the list, I was like, yeah. That seems that seems accurate. accurate. But I, yeah, yeah, I think it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. But our, our feelings aren't always considered. Um, yeah. I feel like you guys are kind of anomalies because you don't seem like the majority of the men, or at least the men that are represented. You know what we assume to be like the typical like male, right. which is why we're having this conversation. I which think. always takes us back to when I look when we look at branding and explanation of how certain stigmas have been advertised. You know, I what I what I do like, and I'm not saying I agree with, but what I like about the black hashtag Black Men Don't Cheat is actually a call to action. Mm-hmm. Because now, once I say that out my mouth and I've made it a statement, my words are the most powerful thing I, I possess in the universe. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's yeah. what I like about it, and I like the dialogue around it. But it allows me to say it out loud because I don't know if that's ever been a statement sure. in our history, because we already were assumed that you are going to cheat. So when we say out loud, black men don't cheat, like what? Did I just say that? Like that sound sound pretty good coming out. All right, let's mm-hmm. let's take it back a little bit, right? So I, I think in, in this society, we tend to adopt certain uh ideologies, philosophies, ways of life, but to go back from our original place of, of living, right? Back back not to say in, not to say in Africa, right? Everyone has multiple wives because they don't. Not everybody does. But can it be that the upon us being colonized, this was something that was introduced to us? Because as you said in your opening statement about how you feel, like as far as animals, mm-hmm. right? If we're hungry, we're going to eat. By any means necessary, right? We're going to eat. That, that's, that's our nature. If we want something, we're going to go after it. That's our nature, right? So as far as for a man in his DNA to want something and to go after it, that's, that's just our makeup. So in a relationship, what, what would be the difference? So, so I would, the, the reason I would challenge that assertion is that one of the things about human beings is we're like the only creatures who can like actively go against our nature you know and we have thumbs yes and, and we have thumbs <laughs> but i mean that's that's one thing that that makes us different right is like we don't have to to fall into our animalistic impulses we have some level of control over it and while it, I don't think it's natural, I don't think monogamy is natural. I think it's a social construct, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. However, I think in order to choose to be monogamous is exactly that. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. And it's something you have to work for constantly mm-hmm. and you have to work on. While it may be against your nature, it takes a great deal of effort to to continue to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like a lot of times we get caught up in well, you know, it's not really our nature to be monogamous. And if that's your assertion, you should live in that always as opposed to, like, yeah, I'm going to be monogamous for the minute mm-hmm. so I can get what I want and then turn around and 
and blame your nature on your actions. You know, I think that's an accountability thing. Well, it's the nature versus nurture Mm -hmm. aspect of it. And then because of the social construct, we are trained and taught that we should be in a monogamous relationship to be, you know, sustainable. And you don't want to grow old and lonely. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're a woman, you don't want to have a bunch of cats. Mm -hmm. If you're a man, you don't want to die by yourself, Mm -hmm. right? So we have this social construct that has created a thought process that, man, it's not good for man to be lonely. So we should be in that space. But for it not to be natural, it's like, how many people at the table can walk on your hands? I can take about two and a half, <laughs> two and a half before, before I hit my elbows. So you have hands, but it's not natural for you to walk on. But you could be trained to walk on your hands. Same thing. It's not a natural thing, as you were saying. It's not natural. But it's something that can be learned. It's a behavior that can be cultivated. It can be nurtured to grow so to an understanding some, of operation. So if something is not in our natural state, like we'll call it being faithful. We mm-hmm. use the word faithful, right? If, if, if being faithful is not, not in our natural state, black men don't cheat. Then it becomes a choice. Yeah, but if we're going back to the natural state. Mm-hmm. Audience, let's get. I'm, I'm not defending. I'm not defending it, right? We're we're we're, we're just opening up the right, conversation. Right. It's the dialogue, right? It's right. The dialogue. So so like, why is it considered cheating if it's me living in my natural state? Because of the social you made the, conscious the social decision the to commit to someone. So social and conscious. So like social and conscious. So like the the social construct. I buck against the social. A lot of different social constructs, right? As, as do I. So, like, the social contract and, and, and construct and the natural, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a wrestling match, and it's always going to be a wrestling match. How so? Because I'm, as being conscious people, as word, I'm, I'm so happy for social media because mm-hmm. it's opened the gateways for people to learn more of themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and beyond themselves. And beyond themselves. Um, on so many different levels, but at the same time, right? It's it's that wrestling match, like knowledge of self, knowledge of colonialism, <laughs> colonialism, um, knowledge of self. What I've learned in middle school, high school, knowledge of self, the the, the different riddles I've I've learned in preschool and kindergarten, mm-hmm. right? So like being that we're we're born and raised in in this particular society. It, it's it's a stronghold that we're always going to wrestle with, right? Um, let's use religion as an example. From what we learn at from cr- the lens of Christianity, sure, going to a black church, there's certain things that's just once you learn it. I could start singing a call and response song right now. Everybody's going to pick up on it because it's something that we're taught. It feels good, sounds good, cool. Let's rock with it. But at the end of the day. If, if we really think about the, the root of the song, is it in our benefit? And the, the, the writers of the song, did they have the best intentions for us? Melanated, brown, black people. Nine times out of 10, probably not. Because they weren't, our, we weren't, our benefit wasn't at the table at that point in time. Does that make sense? We weren't physically there. We weren't physically, but the spirit of spirit and energy came from 
foundation, root of where they gathered everything. They weren't a creator of anything. Sure. So they still had it in mind without an acknowledgement of it. To step it to They a, couldn't tap into the spirit, though. They couldn't, but they f- could tap into the energy that was already present. Uh, <laughs> it was... Or the, or the artifacts. Let's say the artifacts. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I'm, I, artifacts I, will, I will reframe that to sure. say the artifacts. So they were able to gain, gather knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To copyright or copyright out yeah, yeah, yeah. what they wanted to at that time to present. So we are still dealing with a lot of those lingering factors. But when it comes back to the, the original foundation of what you were saying, we can't talk about this whole cheating aspect without introducing this four-letter word called love. What love. is love? <laughs> it's an what is love? Well, let, let's ask. What is love? What now, is it? <laughs> so like I said before, I think on our first episode, like if I were to define love, like I, w- I would say love is service in action, right? Like that's my definition of love. Just means you're doing, you're giving something of yourself, right? For the, the benefit of someone else, right? Because mm-hmm. the greatest examples of love that we have in our kind of American Western lexicon, whatever it is, is that it's always somebody doing something as a sacrifice, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's the Christian concept of love, you know, every, every, the Bible says every time, every time somebody did something out of love, they gave mm-hmm. something, right? So, I, I mean, that's my definition is like service and action. So like it's not, it's not an emotion, it's an action. As you're going love, around, love that's what I, that's what I wanted to ask. As everybody gives your definition, is it an emotion? So is love to you an emotion? Or is it more of a fact or logic? To me, it's an action. Okay. Okay. Nick. <laughs> oh, it's me. What is love? All right. So I'm a Libra, and we like balance. So I think that it's a combination of things. For me, love is an emotional thing, but I think that I communicate love different ways for different people. Like I, I'm big on love languages, and so minor quality time and acts of service. And so if you give me gifts. I don't feel loved that way. Um, so, yeah, for me, it's it's service and action, but I think I show love differently for different people. But the way that I feel, like, I can't control that. But I, I do try to communicate it different ways to ensure that you feel that you are loved. Um, so that's that's how I would define it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here like a spectator just soaking it all in. But, all right, so love. Um, love is a lot of things, man. Um, you know, I tend to get a little esoteric, man. So love is to me really is a vibration. It's the highest frequency. Um, it's a, um, it's a oneness. And in that oneness, I think, um, like the good brother said, you know, just being selfless and, um, being able to give to someone without an expectation of something in return and, just basically, I, I, I call it moving in the spirit, man, when you feel inclined to, to do something for somebody or, you know, bless somebody some type of way. So to me, that's love. There's romantic love. There's, you know, there's all different types of love. And, mm-hmm. I, um, and that's kind of like what the sister was saying. You know, there's a balance to all of that. You know what I mean? And um, some people might not be particularly strong suited in one facet of love. You know what I'm saying? But there's still love. So. My spin on it. So I've thought about love, and it's from my understanding of it, it takes into account all of those factors. To me, love is the greatest tool of persuasion that leads to an action. 
Now, when it comes down to rhetoric or the tools of persuasion, it's a wheel. There's three things that's involved in it. You have logos, mm-hmm. you have ethos, you have pathos. Right. Now, where have we heard those terms? English, mm-hmm. right? It's the foundation that's always created in any message that calls us to some type of action or response. So for love to have the ethos or the credibility, love is what we see in everyday life everywhere we go. It's ingrained in us. I love, we love our children. We love our friends. It's such a casual word that it's not always denoted to our actions, but just to the ethos side of it that something I'm supposed to say or do. Mm-hmm. The logos aspect of it is the definition. We, we gave clear definitions of what love is, and it was different for all of us, but that was the facts behind it. The greatest aspect of it is the ethos the, or the, the pathos, the emotion aspect. Because when we think about love, how many of y'all know people that have done some crazy things in the name of love? Love will I, make you. Al Green said it best, yeah. brother. Hey, love will make Turner did it worse. <laughs> <laughs> love will make you fly 3,100 miles across the country to be with the one that you love. Regardless of how they may treat you when you get there, mm-hmm. or drive two thousand miles, drive you two with a diaper on, <laughs> backwards <laughs> in reverse, <laughs> with no lights, pad, right? <laughs> <laughs> so love make us do some crazy stuff, mm-hmm. which makes love driven by an emotion, mm-hmm. because an emotion is the only thing that once it's entered into a higher state, your ability to have logic or logos or to have reason goes completely out the window. Mm-hmm. So the greatest determinant or driving factor of love is this emotional response to where even if we try to define cheating or anything else, when love is the implement factor, it's the only thing that moves us into any type of action. So if love isn't in consideration with cheating, black men don't cheat. But if they do, it was an emotional response of something that may have not allowed them to be in their logical logos rational thinking mind but something that triggered and responded right that's good so i guess my question is you know can you love somebody and cheat on them like is that possible can you do that i think you can i think you can i think i think i think it really boils down to um you knowing yourself and loving yourself Right. Number one, uh, if you don't have hold yourself in a certain regard where you're not just loose out here with your time, energy, body, you know, what I mean, you, you'll 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 hold yourself in a different regard. Right. I think um, so. Yeah. Hmm. Nikki, what you think? I think it's possible. Think it's possible. Um, for sure. Um, and I, I think it. I would piggyback on some of the stuff that he, that he said. I think it definitely has a lot to do with how you see yourself, how you see that person. I don't know if it necessarily means that, you know, you're putting your needs and wants over that person, I think, in that moment that you are. Right. Um, but it's just sometimes we revert to those natural instincts. And because love is a continuous work, it's something that we have to invest in daily and commit to. I think there are moments where, you know, we're weak and we are just unable to control those those natural instincts and so we give into those desires because we're just not trying to you know we're not trying to invest in it so yeah i think that you can um but i think it's just 
knowing that it's supposed to be a conscious decision every day to choose this person and this commitment that you've made to them and not give in to, you know, said desires. Because that could be exhausting. It can yeah. be. Especially if it's unnatural. Mm. Right. Even but, if we learn to walk on our hands, at some point our shoulders weren't developed enough yeah. to be able to continually walk. That's true. Yeah. So at some point we, we can almost predict we're going to fall right. if we walk on our hands long enough, regardless of the training, mm-hmm. if it's not natural. Yeah. But that development piece doesn't mean that it's, it's not an excuse mm-hmm. or a way out. Right. So is it ever okay? Is it ever okay to cheat? Well, if you're a black man, you're actually immune to it. So we're talking <laughs> to all other <laughs> demographics. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, are we, so you said we're immune to, to cheating? If black men don't. Hashtag black men don't Hypothetically cheat. Hypothetically speaking. Okay, hypothetically. That's, the, that's the only immunization. What's, cra- what's crazy is, so I, I know I know some men that has never, ever had sex with someone other than the person they was dating, then married. And that's the only piece of vagina they know. It's like the only ever. breath ever. That's the only breath they they've ever smelled. <sighs> that that's the only you know how you do a full on hug? That's the only two breasts that they ever felt <laughs> on their so chest. They they side hug everything yeah. else. Everything else is a you side hug. You got a hug. side chick, I got a side yeah, hug. Everything was a side everything <laughs> else was a side hug. And and to me, I can't explain it. I admire that. I admire that to like a it's you admire it would is that what you desire? I don't know what I desire though. Okay. All right. I'll take right? that. I don't know what I desire. I don't know what I desire until I have what I desire. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So like if if I'm hmm, I went to Cajun Queen the other day. Right. Okay. I love the Cajun Queen. Did you get the fried green tomatoes? I did not. I went in, I went in. I had the I had it already, but I went in on a mission. Uh. I went on a mission. I said, hey, I wanna take myself out. And uh, yeah, I ordered what I wanted to order. And the first thing I ordered was the Manhattan. That was my desire for that moment. And I was fulfilled by it. The, the bartender was like, oh yeah, you should try this. You know, I went, nah, I want a Manhattan. That's, that's what I'm feeling right now. And my, I could have what you gonna make, but is that gonna fulfill me? It's not, because I came in here I drove past one exit, past another exit, past another exit, <laughs> past countless restaurants. But I came here for the Manhattan and this meal, and I'm not gonna be fulfilled if I don't have it. So if you had gotten there and they were out of Manhattan, so they didn't have the ingredients for it? I'd have went to another spot. I can't keep giving these places plugged. Cause I well, I'm gonna say. I didn't give them a plug already. You, you need to give them a plug and they then send it paid. to them. Shout they out to. <laughs> Shout out to Blank Blank yeah, when right. you pay, blank, 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 jump in. But, but we do have a couple other spots that we frequent, mm-hmm. and I would have went to. They but. will be receiving a letter from us. <laughs> but I, I think I think what Evans is getting at, and don't correct me if I'm wrong, but he said don't correct. Me. <laughs> let me let me ride regardless. Don't, don't correct me if I'm wrong. So it sounds like, and this is a conversation that I've had with with a lot of my guys. It's like they feel like if their partner isn't providing something that they want or need at that point in time, 
then it's okay to maybe find it somewhere else. Where's the commitment, though? Well, I mean, that's the question. So I pose the question, right? I'm, I'm just going to be yes, raw with it. questions, brother. I mean, that's what I do. That's what the conversation is <laughs> about. That's what I do. They say he who, he who talks the most mm-hmm. dominates the conversation. He who asks the questions controls it. So my question is... <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> My question is this. So I, I have a friend that, that told me like his his lady wasn't performing certain acts, right? That he Then you say this was late night? Is I mean look can you, you can say what those acts we, are. When, when this when this is posted, it's gonna have the little E in the box next okay. to it. I just I assumed when I was gonna be on the show that it was gonna have to have yeah, that. On exactly. It. <laughs> Basically, he he wasn't getting what he needed okay. or what he felt like he needed. Right. And so he, he, said, he said to me, man, it's, it's hard for me to stay. It's hard for me to stay in the house, so to speak, if I can't get topped off. M&M's. Right. Mouth ministry. Exactly. <laughs> a few, you know, he, he felt like he needs that, like on a very regular basis. So why is she his lady? That's the question. So, so it's like in in a situation like that, what what should a man do, right, to keep him from going outside the house? I have something I want to say, but I want to wait. I want to hold on the. I was gonna wait. No, you guys. You know, got radio yeah. Because I, 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 I have a very direct response to it. You go first. You let me go first. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not as invested in why men don't cheat or why anybody doesn't cheat. What I'm more invested in is what would make you not cheat? What would make me stay? Mm. What would make me be committed? That's kind of the point I was going to make. Okay, I like that, it. We're on the same path? Yeah, let's, let's go there. I like it. So I have a concept in our Couples Connect program called Fetch. Mm. And what Fetch simply is is when you have, a, you have a dog, you take a bone. Dog only wants the bone. Mm. You throw the bone, the dog gets the bone, and bring it back. Whatever that dog wants, you throw and it gets. In a commitment, a committed relationship or a marriage, and I want to specify if you made that that level of this is a marriage. I, I think marriage and relationships are different. The, yeah, that's why I say I'm going yeah, yeah, yeah. to speak as a married dude. Okay, cool. A very committed married king. Inside of that, to make me not step out, I need this, 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 and this. Making the request very well known. Even if it's inside of it. Now, there's some things that may have to be compromised, but you want to know what would make me not uh, cheat? Mm-hmm. These things. And that's, Don't that's ask me why. Bro. Yeah, and it's a it's a very transparent and authentic conversation that I truly believe we don't have enough of because we're I think we're it's a more positive dialogue, too. For and I'm a, that's, so so well, I think I that, that expectation should be made up, up, up front and up from the beginning, mm-hmm. right? This is who I am. These are my needs, mm-hmm. Right. So, and my wants. And my wants. Because in order for it to really last, it has to satisfy not only my yeah, needs, yeah, 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 but they yeah. got to mm-hmm. satisfy my Absolutely. Look, you need to know up front, I'm a freak. Yeah. So if you if we go any further down sorry, this road. Nikki. No, it's okay. <laughs> hey, you about to hear Nikki. some real talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. Once again, y'all have a listen to it. I was going to say, I'm here for it. You guys need to listen I'm, to it. I'm looking show. at your body language. <laughs> she waiting for us to pass she like, it. Like, <laughs> throw the oof. Let me show you what I do with this. Let me show you. I'm just listening. I'm a listening ear right now. <laughs> but that that has to be, at some point, a real conversation. Because when you go into a marriage or relationship, you have expectations that are prior to that engagement. So both people come with an expectation of what they know 
this is what I see marriage as, this is what I see it as. And then when they bring their maps and come together, sometimes the map doesn't meet the territory because we both got different expectations. We I'm, were raised different. I'm glad you said the maps because so let's take let's take sex out the equation, right? So it's oh you didn't you didn't end it half the conversation. I'm sorry, conversation over. No, just kidding. <laughs> Takes taking sex out the conversation. Nick, Nick, you had something though. Well, no, I I agree with a lot of the points that he made. I think for me, the bigger question is what does it take to make you not cheat? Um, I have mm -hmm. not been in a lot of relationships, and that has been a conscious decision that I have made because I enjoy sex with other people. I will put it out there. And so I've never wanted to tell someone that I'm going to commit to a relationship with hot them. Hot girl summer. Listen, it was, it was a hot girl Winter, decade from fall, like. Hot girl past. <laughs> spring. She got a boo now. Summer <laughs> again. Exactly. It's a, it's, a, it's a mild girl summer. But um, yeah, so like I, I know the type of person that I am. I knew that I had very little regard for people's feelings. And so instead of trying to pretend that I, this was something that I wanted to invest in, I let people know that this is only physical. Some people weren't receptive. And I was like, in that is your right you, you know i'm not going to force you to be in this Let's park here parenthetically real quick okay so for a guy he would be called a fuck boy if he did that yeah no so i think you're he... a fuck boy when you don't when you're not upfront about your wants and your needs and you lead someone on and let them yeah, believe I, that I, you're going to be in a relationship that. and then you're still doing these things if i'm honest with you so that's what a fuck okay Okay. If I'm honest with you, I'm giving you an opportunity to make an informed decision as sure. to whether or not this is something that you want to be a part of. Respect, respect. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you ain't slick. I know what you're trying to go with. I mean, so, but I say all that I'm to just, say. I'm trying to control the conversation with the question. With the question. The question. With, with the question. <laughs> I mean, I say all that to say that, like, when I entered this relationship, I was very transparent right. about, like, my past. I'm very vocal about, like, what my needs and my wants were. But my, my word for 2019 was reciprocity. Mm -hmm. And so I am trying to make a conscious effort to give what I'm receiving and vice versa to just receive what I, you know, what I'm being, you know, what I'm being given. And so it's just like with my, with my boyfriend, the question that I asked was like, what is it that you need from me as a partner? Mm -hmm. um, because I know that love languages are important, but if, you know, I'm not showing you these things or doing these things and we're not on the same page. It's never going to work. And so I've right. been very vocal about what it is that I need in terms of communication, um, sex, all of those things. And so I feel like stepping out in the relationship, yeah, it may fulfill my sexual desire in that moment, but I just feel like I have so much more to lose. Um, and so it's just not worth the gamble of that you know, the 18 minutes, right, yeah. of, of, of satisfaction, so. 18 minutes, though? 15. He oh, said 15. 80, 20. Okay. I mean, I, it depends on the person, but, you know. Um, and then that was the question that I was going to post. So these guys that are, like, stepping out because they feel like they're not getting what they need, how do they know that they're giving their woman what they need in this relationship? I feel like a lot of times we stay because we feel like we're taking the good and the bad and we're loving the whole person, but they feel like because there's a – a portion of something that they're not getting that that warrants them stepping out on the entire relationship, which I just think I, is nonsensical. But I don't think that's a, a gender based thing, though, fam. Mm. Okay. I don't, like, you know, I think it's a developmental thing in right. that person. Okay. I think, you know, <clears throat> what do you merit? Like, what do you hold, you know, 
to on your highest shelf. Right. You know, what do you, what do you put up there? And and you know, for some people it's not that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some people wouldn't probably even care. Word. I mean, they're cuckolds or what I mean, don't, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? People do all types of crazy <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? So like yeah, I have to go back to my browser. <laughs> hey, hey, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> But yo, uh, anyway, so, <laughs> you know, it, it depends, man. You know, so, you know, everybody just love themselves and, and love on somebody else Word. if they allow you. Word. You know what I'm right. saying? That's it's all it. about consent. That's <laughs> it. I think, I think with, a, with, with some of the guys that, you know, that I'm, I'm friends with or whatever that have that issue, it's like they come to me with it. Because, you know, like, full disclosure, my wife and I, we have a nonprofit that focuses on strong marriages or whatever. And the the question that I always have for them is, well, does she know your expectation, right? And, events, I think you spoke on that. Like, expectations should be set up up front, you know what I mean? And I think a lot of times in our society, we kind of have, like, this this way of jumping into relationships very quickly. Yeah, we don't we don't we don't hold yeah. it we don't we don't look at it like it what it really is. Right. Like we're thinking about the the physical or whatever it is in that moment that right. just luring you in. You know what I mean? We reduce it. Right. We, right. we reduce the wholeness yeah, yeah, yeah. and wellness of a relationship. Yeah. And then you want to start holding back aspects of yourself because yeah. you think that it's going to turn that person off or whatever the deeper oh, you get in. So, right. you know, well, if I'm not getting what I need, I'm not going to give you. Right. Exactly. right. And I think that's so. So, you know, thinking about this list, like one of the things that's on here is selfishness. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is like to have the thought process of, well, if they don't give me what I want, then I'm going to get it somewhere else. I think that's kind of a selfish way to approach the situation. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, well, what did you give? You know what I'm right. saying? Like, because, you know, we all we all kind of believe in reciprocity, mm-hmm. karma. Right. And it's like, well, what if you're, what if you're not giving that? Because we say the energy that we put out in the universe is what we receive in return. It's the same way with your mate. You know, if you're not giving her or him whatever. But not is, everybody's conscious, though, bro. Not you know what I mean? Conscious. So not everybody's going to approach it from that, that, you know, that standpoint. Right. So, I mean, some people just ain't on that wave, you know? So, but, for I, those, but I do think that it's important to be selfish up front to, yeah, to let mean, you know that this is who I am, this is what I need, this is what I want. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and selfish I'm, isn't I, a dirty or bad it's not, word. It's a beautiful word. But it's, it's by the denotation or the connotation mm-hmm, of it, mm-hmm. we look at it in our society as a very negative Absolutely. word. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Whereas, so, uh, can I change the word real quick on, sure. on there? Instead of saying selfish, what if we say selfful? Selfful, I love it. That's Full beautiful. of self, and That's I'll come beautiful. back around to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna come back around to that. Okay, so so if I if I tell you this is who I am, this is what I want, and I'm not gonna, it's, it's uncompromising, right? As far as my stance, my belief, what I my, my wants. So you have to accept me how I am and who I am as a person. And if you can't wholly accept me, cool, I ain't gonna rock with you, right. or I'll I'll deal with you, but I ain't gonna commit to you. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna deal with you, and and have you around. Cool, we could we could get it in. Kick the buckets, beat your guts up, keep it moving. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why for some reason it's past my bedtime. <laughs> the bourbon kicking in. My dude, you about, turned, to, you about dude, to poke the bear? My, my, I'm <laughs> the, the bear trying to lay cool. My, my, my dude just was about to have a reggae concert. <laughs> 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 But it, but as Calm far as like, if, if you're not 
if you're not able to be holy in front, which I believe being holy is is selfish or self-full, like what's what's the point of moving forward? Because anything aside of that is not me being real. Right. It's not. It's not me being. Shoot, even who you want me to be. Which I think to those who are married at the table, I think we all found out some stuff about ourselves that we didn't know we needed or how we could develop without our spouses. Right. You know, they they gave us some stuff. We may have come to the table thinking we wanted, this is what we want, this is what we need. Right. But in that that joint relationship, Mm -hmm. exposing yourself unequivocally to somebody else being vulnerable, for them to be able to see into you what you don't see. That's where the word intimacy comes from. Mm. Intimacy is into me see. The parts that I've blocked, I've never let anybody else see this. In order for us to cross this threshold, I gotta show you the ugly stuff. I always tell people, you gotta go back and find and meet the persons (laughs) when they were six years old. Oh man, yeah, but oh, they were heartbroken. That's, that's 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 wonderful. So you have now, to go now. We get into the root wonderful. of things. You got to go all the way back with, there. Even with yeah. this black men cheat topic, mm-hmm. man, like right. you know, all of this has roots, you know. Mm-hmm. And 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 you know, you never really. There's some things like you know, it's something something my wife brought up to me the other day, because I um I want this free past life regression or whatever, but that's another subject. Right. Anyway, so I was talking about um. She asked me, she said, Do you, are there pockets of your childhood that you don't remember mm-hmm. or that you blocked out? I said, I thought about it, like, yeah, there actually are. You know what I'm saying? And and <clears throat> I understand how, as a man now at this point in life, how those things, when you peel back that layer, that, that veil, and look at it, how much it really impacts you where you're at now. So... Uh, take for instance how you know some people get molested. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying that that and a lot of people. Not, I'm not gonna say a lot. I don't know a lot, but some people it, it makes them go not averse to it, but full throttle. Yeah. You know so mm-hmm. and then that drives that behavior or that natural inclination to want to be with more than one person, promiscuous, mm-hmm. whatever. So yeah, it's a whole lot of different angles you could tackle with it. You know yeah. so which come back to if. When's the last time any of y'all been on an airplane or taking a flight or a trip? And not too long ago, a month ago. So when the stewardess, before takeoff, they do a preparation and they tell you, you know, these are some of the safety factors. Sure. They tell you if the plane's going down and you're going to have a mask come down, what's the first thing you do? Take care of yourself first. Take care of yourself. Right. You got to put my, your mask on first. My former boss used to tell me the same thing. Yeah. Yet as a culture, mm-hmm. and I'm going to speak specifically to our culture, mm-hmm. we've never been taught to take care of ourselves mm-hmm. first. That's true. That's why the word right. selfish is a dirty, rotten word. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Who you think you That's are? That's real. Right? That's real, bro. And this is the biggest challenge. So if we go back to the root of this, if we want to talk about root, again, this is my research, my assumption, of, not even assumption, but what my perspective of it. Mm-hmm. Until we learn how to love ourselves first, mm-hmm. the missing ingredient, the missing factor across the board for for our the, the deprecation of our society, the way our people, the state of mind, the consciousness where we are, even becoming conscious. The first conscious concept is knowledge of self. Knowledge of self. And it's period. not the fact that, hey, man, I found out I'm from Kemet. <clears throat> you know, we're the original brothers, <laughs> right? It, that's not the first concept. The first foundation is back to looking in the mirror and saying, man, I love that person. 
we've learned how to survive through dysfunction. That's right. To where dysfunction becomes normal. Trauma. Because because of the trauma, we all we have to do is survive. That's all we know. That's all we know is survive. Mm -hmm. There's another level if as a group at the King's Table tonight, if we can introduce to our listeners, there's a level above survival called thriving. That's right. Mm -hmm. And what thriving is, right above where dysfunction that we all grew through is is surviving, meaning we've accepted dysfunction as normal. So when we see dysfunction, we think that it's not me. I'm not doing that. We're just a level above the dysfunction to where we accept it as normal, but we survived it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The next level where thriving takes place is I cannot thrive without the input Mm -hmm. of somebody that sees my blind spot. Because now into me, see, they see the parts of me that I cannot see. Mm -hmm. And I can't get to a level of thriving without giving somebody those keys. That's real, brother. But I can't give you those keys until I've looked in the mirror and said, I accept all of this. Mm -hmm. And I love it. My good, my bad, my ugly, this tough, this rough, all this. Damn, I'm just going to love me regardless. Mm -hmm. So when we go into a marriage, a lot of times people have the expectation that when I get married, I'm going to be happy. Mm -hmm. When I get married, man, I'm getting ass every night. (laughs) Boom, boom, boom. Only mine. (laughs) What that mouth do, baby? Not nobody else. Just me. Just me. Right? (laughs) That's the expectation that we've created in what we think marriage is. Right. If I can introduce or say this tonight, the marriage box at the Genesis is empty. There's nothing in that box at that initial, after the wedding, there's nothing in the box except for what we begin to put in it. And if I take more out of the box than I put in, guess what's going to happen? I'm going to get divorced. It'll it'll (laughs) leave straight to the road because there's nothing in there. Mm -hmm. You can't go to the bank and withdraw something you can put Mm -hmm. in there. They can say, out of here. If we start with the concept that, or the notion that, the marriage box is empty, then I'm going to have to work like hell to put something in it. Yeah. I'm not going to even be concerned about what I'm not getting. I'm going to understand I got to keep putting stuff in to get a return on my investment at some point. That moves us from the nasty selfishness to being selfful. I'm putting in that box what I need to withdraw later on. So, so what's crazy is, what's crazy is, so, so I was married and, um, within my my journey of being married i embraced every aspect of it and when i was married <clears throat> it was like this is my life this is my being this is every fiber mm-hmm. of my being like every cell that moves in my body the blood that that flows like this is my marriage every movement every decision everything yeah facts but I could not get away from my DNA, my makeup, my the, the way I grew up, the way I came up, mm-hmm. stuff that I've been through, the mm-hmm. PTSD, the, the lifestyles that I've had. So sure, this is what I want to believe, what I'm choosing to believe, the reality that I'm se- accepting as far as being married, but it's like shit, I'm giving you all of me Selfishly, 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 whatever. Selflessly, selfishly, selfishly. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you giving yourself that without any friction. Yeah, what he what he said, right? So so like my wants, my needs, my desires, my name, nothing matters. The only thing that matters is this moment, right? But I'm forgetting everything else that I've been through, everything else that that made me, that brought us here to this very moment. Whereas, yeah, I'm fucked up. You're fucked up. Mm-hmm. We're fucked up. So where are we going to... And, and the whole love thing, I don't buy into love for a, re- a successful relationship. That's, that's just me, right? For a successful relationship, the, the most important thing is commitment. Like, can you ride this out? Hmm. Cause I'm I'm gonna wake up and Trail not want to be next to you. Trail spell, bro. I'm gonna wake up. There's gonna be moments. Sure, I don't even want to have sex with you. There's gonna be seasons, right? But mm-hmm. that that commitment for 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 me is more important. Like what we said at the altar in front of our fa- friends and family. Like, are we gonna hold to that? The love is gonna die. Mm-hmm. The love is 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 gonna be high one day, low the other. I'm saying in the middle, cool sex popping. Ah, ah, ah. Uh, that's good. Uh, that's cool sex. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, that's. that's cool appreciate sex. the sound. Oh yeah, cool. I, I just had to. Like, uh, I got a visual, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch me. <laughs> I think I love you. So, <laughs> so, so as, as as far as like when when those moments are gone. Like now, what do we have? Do we have just these feelings and emotions, or do we have something that we're actually? Because, because for me, anytime I meet somebody on a relationship level, right? Like, like my brothers that at, that are at this table, it's at a relationship level. I already see the end result, right? For for same thing with the young lady, I already see the end result. But do we do we match? Do we click? Do we, do we mesh, right? And and if and if my bigger picture doesn't fit within your bigger picture, cool. Are we adding value to each other daily? Are we adding value to each other every time we we connect to each other, right? And if that's not the case, we need to reevaluate this whole situation. Mm-hmm. And love can't die. It's going to. It's no, emotional. love will change. Mm-hmm. It doesn't die. Cause with in, uh, your, in your in your example, you said it could be high and low. Sure. Once love is removed, because love is the emotional aspect. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And because we're emotional beings, point blank, we're emotional beings. We, our actions, our rhetoric, our our motives are persuaded or motivated by our emotion. The love factor has to be there. What what we don't talk enough about is after the puppy love. Mm-hmm. After all my needs are being there. We love that, right? (laughs) What we don't talk about is this real shit called real love. Mm -hmm. It didn't die. Because what happens is as soon as, if I'm only moved by that puppy love or that that, that. factor, then once I consider it dead, I'm going to go find another puppy love until it dies. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So that's why black men don't cheat. That's right. Because black men understand that it's going to be this a season where that puppy love's gonna go down, and now I get into this real stuff, 
that I have to start to work and operate through. How do I start putting stuff in yeah. without taking it out? Right. Everything that was on that list of it said why men cheat, all of those were emotional stuff, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. surface stuff. Yeah, yeah. But until we did, that was the first stage when we start asking the question, well, what makes you stay? Mm-hmm. We're really past it, because when everybody's happy, we don't ask no questions. Mm-hmm. Right. right. But if we try to ask a question in the midst of an emergency, we have too many emotions to get facts. It's the difference between a 411 call and a 911. Mm-hmm. And I know you young bucks out there now, y'all don't know what 411 <laughs> is. You just say, hey, Siri, right? But a 411 is for information. 911 is doing emergency. Right. Yeah. So if I ask you before we start, right. hey, what would make you not cheat? Mm-hmm. What would make you be 100% committed to? Mm-hmm. Facts. Give me this list. Give me this blueprint to your heart, not only to your needs, but tell me what you want. And there again, uh, you know, I got to say, man, it changes the the, the, the look of it, yes. you know the energy of it. Because if you're going to like what would make you cheat, like, you know, what I'm saying? It's, it, it, it's like you're assuming I'm going to cheat. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if you approach it from that different energy, it's a fresh perspective. And to me, it shows to me <clears throat> that you you're thinking more of a uh, in more of a terms of a commitment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So I because I, I love, love you, right. I love that, brother. I, because my emotions are so connected to you, it's it's connected to the thought of this fairy tale that we've been fed and pictured that's been imagerized or given the imagery of us throughout our life. It's right. what we want, right? So so before we before we wrap up. I want to give Nikki the last word. So, okay. I, I have a question for you. All right. So, so before I give you this last question, before I give you before I give you this last question, I do want to acknowledge you cuz I know we've been talking about doing this for a minute. Yeah. So I definitely want to thank you for, for coming I'm excited on. to be here. I'm just glad you invited me on. Absolutely. And I want to acknowledge you for, you for you everything guys. you do, you know, for being an all-around girl boss, all-around entrepreneur, try. podcaster, everything. And so my question for you is, uh-huh. if you have one piece of advice for black men in this era or this new era of black men don't cheat, now what, what would that be? <laughs> Um, I mean, again, to put a spin on the words, I would say black men, comma, don't cheat. But uh, seriously, I think it's just be intentional. If you know that you are able to give your full self to someone because you still want to sow your oats, then don't don't invest in this relationship until you're ready. But if this is something that you want, make sure you're willing and able to do the work. Simple as that. Just know every day it's work. Yeah, exactly. And so, Nikki, where where can the people find you? Well, let's see. They can find me on Instagram. That's where we all are, right? Um, My handle is Love Darling Nikki. So L O V E Darling Nikki. Um, That's pretty much it. You can find me on Nick at Night Show. I think that's that's the podcast. And um, he said, she said, the podcast is the other. Instagram handle. Eventually, I will have the YouTube show up, but it's not up yet. So hopefully, you guys will give me that plug once it launches. <laughs> excellent, excellent. So, so we're all about like uh, elevating folks within our circle, not right. just within our circle, but um, just elevating our melanated, beautiful people, mm-hmm. right? Um, 
So we're, we're, we're definitely going to be supporting you 110%. I appreciate um, that. Absolutely. And likewise. Also, absolutely. We appreciate that. I told you my word is reciprocity. Okay, so. reciprocity. <laughs> we appreciate that. Um, it, for a, a lot of what, what Jason was saying tonight, he's also an author, as he mentioned in his intro, um, Enterprise, Enterprise, The Art of Self-Love. And a lot of what he was speaking tonight, uh, keys were coming out, some 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 nuggets, mm-hmm. some a lot of nuggets were coming out was coming out of that. Um, so we definitely want to shout out Jason Van Gardner um, and his book Enterprise, um, the art of self love. Correct me if I'm wrong. The seven lessons. The seven lessons of increasing of increasing self love. I know it was it was it's artistic, brother. It's artistic. <laughs> I like it. It's artistic. I dig it. And right now we're running, you can get the book for free right now if you go to jasonvangartner.com. Um, Want to give this message out to any and everybody that we can. So right now to the end of, I think it's the middle of October, October 15th, okay. the book is free. Go to go, go.jasonvangartner.com, get a free copy. My handler online is Jason Van Gartner. Uh, Jason Van like the vehicle Gartner, and you can find me there. But um, the magic bullet is we got to get our people back to love themselves first. Absolutely. Because if I don't love me, I'm definitely not going to care about you. Absolutely. Black men don't cheat. <laughs> Comma. Thank you. Comma. <laughs> <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Um, everybody, it's been a pleasure uh, breaking bread with y'all and everyone at the table from, from Dwayne, Jason, Hello. Nikki, uh, Ken, Kenbo Slice, <laughs> and myself, Evans. Um, this is what we're all about. We're all about breaking bread, um, making kings and queens, and um, sipping bourbon. And uh, it's been a pleasure chopping it up with everybody. Much love, honor, and respect.